0: PR, it's not just a catchphrase, it's a passion, and it's a career, but sometimes it can be a headache. So sit back and recover with this PR Hangover, a podcast of Grand Valley State University's chapter of PRSSA. I'm your host, Brady Mills, and this is probably the only hangover you'll ever look forward to. What does it take to work at a top PR agency? That is a question we're asking today, and Melissa Albano, former GVSU student, is here to answer it. Melissa works at Edelman, where she is an assistant account executive, and for those of you who don't know, Edelman has been ranked one of the top, if not the top, global PR agencies. It's a very impressive place to work. Melissa is a very impressive person to talk to, and this episode was really fun to record, and specifically because she has a lot to say to students right now and how they can prepare for a career like hers where you jump right into a top agency like Edelman. So I hope you really enjoy this episode with Melissa. Well, welcome, Melissa. Uh, We were just talking a little bit before the call about, you know, connecting about like future GVSU alumni. And it's just so exciting to have you on. um, And it's hard to get to know you a little bit. So thank you for being here.
1: Yeah, very happy to be here. Very Like I said before, I was very excited when you reached out and felt like my GVSU career was complete. So (laughs) very happy to be here.
0: So Melissa, as I had said, is a GBSU 2020 grad. So she graduated right in the middle of the pandemic. Um, So Melissa, as we get to know you a little bit, could you answer this question for us? Um, If you were any sauce, dip or spice in the kitchen, what would you be? And if you could connect that to your life or personality a little bit for your reasoning why? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Okay. When I read this question, when you sent over the pre-read, I asked probably... About everybody I could think of, because I was like, "This is such a unique question." I was like, "I don't, I don't know. Like, I don't know what I am." Um, but after asking many people, I decided that I guess I would be the everything but the bagel seasoning from Trader Joe's, <laughs> because we are just—I um, feel like it's a little bit of everything, right? It's not just one complete spice. It's, it has like your salt and your sesame seeds in it. And so I think that just really translates into my personality. I don't, I feel like I'm a mixed bag. Like sometimes I'm happy. Sometimes it's sad. Like you don't really know what you're going to get. Um, I think it translates into my personal life because I feel like I have many different tricks up my sleeve. And then also the same with my PR career. Um, I know as many of you know, that PR is kind of just a a jack of many trades um you have to be able to pitch right etc etc so um i feel like everything but the bagel seasoning kind of not only explains me but the pr industry in general
0: i was just about to say especially and we'll, we'll get into this too but it seems yeah. like agency life it is everything yeah I mean,
1: yes yeah. yeah it's definitely a little bit of everything so yeah.
0: wow well thank you that was an incredible answer
1: um, <laughs> thank you well, okay, long <laughs>
0: If you could walk us through real quick, just your journey through education um, and the things you were involved in, uh, kind of well, like leading up to your career.
1: Yes, definitely. So I graduated high school in 2016 from Plymouth High School in Michigan, um, and then headed on over to Allendale, where I um, started my college career at Grand Valley. So I originally came into Grand Valley um, being a international business major. So I was able to live in Shanghai, China, actually for about two and a half years um, in middle school. And I was like, this is great, I love this. I love being like having this international aspect of my life. Um, So I was like, why not translate it into my career? Um, But then freshman year, I took some business classes and realized why I should not translate this into my career. And it was because I simply just was not a fan of math and all of the number side of of business and what that holds. Um, So I kind of had to take a step back and realize what I did like about um, business and that kind of just outlined into what public relations is. So luckily was very fortunate that Grand Valley has such a great public relations and advertising program. Um, So it was my, going into my sophomore year, I changed my major officially and was able to still keep that kind of international flair um, with my minor, which was a Mandarin minor. So that was kind of the best of both worlds for me. Um, so I graduated in 2020, like you had said, with a um, Bachelor of Arts in Advertising and Public Relations and a minor in uh, Mandarin. So that was very fun. And while in college, well, I was involved in, um, kind of just threw myself into everything PR related. So joined PRSSA, um, got involved with that and then eventually got involved with Grand PR, um, which where I was the, um, social media director my junior year. And then I was the VPO my senior year. So had a lot of great experiences, met a lot of great people, um, really being able to see where everyone like ended up and where they're headed with their career is probably one of my favorite parts. Um, LinkedIn is definitely my best friend in some points for that. Um, I was also involved with um, my sorority. So I was the new member educator at Gamma Phi Beta on campus. So very involved, met a lot of great people, um, would love to go back, wouldn't change it for the world, but I am happy with where i was and it's definitely helped shape me into who i am and led me to the career i have today
0: okay so yeah so let's go back to the switch from business to pr so what about pr Exactly was what was that that like got you hooked and got you intrigued Yeah.
1: yeah well i loved i think what really got me hooked was the fact that we have such a big part in the brand's identity, and then also being able to make those connections with the consumer. Um, I mean, I know when like watching, not necessarily like watching commercials, but when you were like really thought about the brand's identity, there are some brands that really resonate with you and some brands that just don't. And I wanted to kind of figure out what that science was and how you can affect that and how you can make people feel like they quote unquote belong with a brand or identify with a brand. Um, and that's like think what really like got me interested, um, and everything that kind of comes with PR. I also was a huge, uh, sex in the city fan and Samantha Jones made it look so glamorous, but as much as I would like to say that it's all true, it's only a little bit true. (laughs) So I think just kind of like this glamorous idea and then really figuring out like what it's all about. is kind of what really got me hooked. Um, and then having like great professors, like we have at Grand Valley, they just kind of like let you take the reins, um, in your own PR career really, and you're able to kind of shape that into what you want to make it. So you're able to focus on things that you really like to focus on while being able to really absorb um, all the basics of, of the industry. But I think just kind of having that like constant, like, I don't want to say like vibe, because that's not what it's, what I want to go for, but like that constant kind of path that you're being pushed down but then also being able to experience um a bunch of other things too that we're able to get at Grand Valley has, was really great and kind of what kept me in the um kept me interested in the industry
0: mm. yeah it's interesting that you said about sex in the city because I was I just thinking <laughs> back like um so I watched Designated Survivor my senior year of yeah. high school. Um, which well, there's a big part of that was the White House press secretary. And I was like so yeah. intrigued by that. And I didn't yeah. realize until now yeah. that like that definitely fed into me saying, oh, I want to work with people and present. And, yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah, and it's it's funny too, because I think it was my senior year of college and I watched Scandal and like Olivia Pope is kind of like this like PR crisis gal, right? And like everyone wants to be here and like still want to be her. But it's funny just the way that they kind of like like make you think like what PR is and what crisis is yeah. and like I really enjoy crisis I think sometimes it can that sounds weird to say but um <laughs> it sounds that like I, me
0: at the end of the semester yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah exactly exactly um but it's like I would sit there and I'm like I don't think this is like what PR really is like sure yeah. you get those aspects of it um but in reality it's a lot less glamorous, but still glamorous. If that makes sense.
0: <laughs> okay. All right. So let's let's walk through the glamorous and not glamorous things. So what yeah. what is your current role? Um, and it, so like in 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 saying that, what do you do day to day? That like uh, that makes it that role.
1: Yeah, definitely. So I am an assistant account executive at Edelman um, in their Washington D.C. office, specifically on their brand team. Um, so my day to day role is, let's just say, it's very like it differs from day to day. So it depends on one, what announcements we have going out for clients to what meetings we have that week. And three just kind of like our overarching like um, projects that we're working on. So I guess some things that I do normally that don't really change that much is a lot of media monitoring. Um, so for example, my client that I work on is Taco Bell. So we just launched, um, a lot of like new um, sustainability initiatives, so and food initiatives as well. So, I will be monitoring. I usually set aside like 15 minutes of every day to just kind of look over the news, see what's being said out there, see what's being said about competitors and in that space. Um, so, that's something that really stays the same. And then, just meetings is something that's pretty much stays the same. We have a lot of weekly meetings that happen. So, making sure that you're prepared for what's to come in that day, um, how to prepare for meetings that might be coming down the pipeline and so on and so forth. Like I said, I am um, 100% remote at the moment. So kind of like those day to day, like in office tasks are kind of translated into different things. So where we might do like coffee catch ups, like at the coffee station in the office. It's more like team pings. Um, So just checking in with your team and making sure that everybody is like tracking on where they need to be. Um, If they need help, always being that person that's there to kind of be like, if you need any assistance on X, Y, or Z, like I'm here to help. So um, just day-to-day tasks like that, that kind of seem like sometimes they might get overlooked, but in the long run make a big difference. Mm.
0: So would you say that agency life is as fast paced as everyone kind of makes it out to be?
1: Yes, it depends on the week. <laughs> um, so there's some weeks that are a little bit slower, but then there's some weeks where it really just hits you and you've got to hit the ground running. And sometimes it might feel like your feet are going to fall out from underneath you, but you always have a good team to support you, um, which is always one thing to remember as you're going, if you want to go into agency life, but, um, yes and no, it comes in waves. And I, when they, when I was onboarding, um, my team members were like, yeah, it comes in waves, like you'll see. And I was like, what does that mean? But as you kind of get more into the field and become more experienced, um, you kind of understand. And one week you might be pitching, all of this media, and then you're going to have a big conference that you need to prepare for and a bunch of client meetings. And then the next week you might just be working on a blog or getting a deck ready for a presentation. So it just, it definitely has a lot to do with one, your client and just to the, um, what they have up their sleeve. Mm -hmm. But I would say yes and no. And as confusing as the answer may be, I promise that <laughs> it's true.
0: <laughs> no, no, no. That's that's helpful. Um, okay, so let's let's contrast that then with you. You worked at Amway in their global social yeah. media. I mean, yeah. obviously, Amway is a huge corporation. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we we talk a lot in classes about in-house versus agency. Mm-hmm. Could you give us some real-world connections, some comparisons to go off of? Yeah. Like, like how was that transition for you? What were pieces you liked and didn't like? You know, what, what does yeah. that look like?
1: Yeah, definitely. So I think that working in house and at least for the job that I had, um, I had a lot more of those like daily tasks, if you um, if you would want to call them that. And so with working in social media, um, I was part of my job was community managing. So when I first would log on in the morning, I would have to go through DMs, look at comments, engage with our followers and so on and so forth on all these different platforms. Um, And then make sure that the post for the day was teed up. And if it wasn't, get it teed up and confirm with people when it's going out and make sure that the other social pages um, are kind of where they need to be and so on and so forth. And then kind of just working out that content calendar was a lot of what um, I did day to day. So as I said before with agency life where there's only a couple of things that we might do day to day um, and then the rest of the day is kind of like like an open book, kind of whatever comes your way you gotta do. Um, I would say that they're both crazy and busy and fun and exciting in their own way. Um, But I would say in-house, You might have, depending on what you go into, there might be more of a regimented schedule um, and day to day tasks, where in agency life, it might be just whatever kind of comes your way for that day. Um, But yeah, that's how I would kind of compare the two. Um, They're, like I said, they're both going to be crazy and fun in their own way, but they have a different, like, day to day look and feel.
0: Okay. No, that that's really helpful, especially because in classes we talk about them pretty loftily. Yeah. You learn you learn the basics, but that's really helpful to know. Um, just yeah. day to day ground level things. What what that looks like. Yeah. Um. Okay. So, which parts of either have did you find to be like you know really light your fire, really like get you excited?
1: Yeah. Yeah. So. As I said before, what really drew me to public relations in the first place was having that like constant communication with your consumer and being able to really like affect um, their day-to-day life. And so that I would say is what drew me to both of these positions. One in social media, like I said, being able to communicate and interact directly with our consumer and just being able to like see the love that they have for these products um, was, really just is motivating, like, cause then you're like, oh my gosh, these people love what we do and love what we put out. And so that makes you love your job even more. And if there is an issue or there is a problem, making sure that that consumer doesn't lose their love and their trust in the brand. Um, so that was something that I really much enjoyed mm-hmm. working for Amway and then working for Edelman, um, being able to, just see all these fun and really groundbreaking initiatives that Taco Bell has up their sleeves all the time, um, has been something that is really great. And both of these brands have such a great following and such a great consumer base that they love to interact with the brand. Um, so that is something that I think is very inspirational for me and what kind of keeps me going on the day-to-day basis.
0: Mm-hmm. That's very well said. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. So if we, uh, if we, Uh, just back to Edelman. Um,
1: yeah.
0: Obviously, Edelman, for those who are listening and don't know, Edelman's a very renowned um PR agency, super, super renowned firm. And I would I would love to hear, I mean, you're relatively fresh out of school. So first of all, congrats on working like that's awesome. Thank you. Thank Um, you. What what do you think that was that like being a young candidate for this position? Like, yeah. I mean, and you're not bragging cause I'm asking. So like, what, <laughs> what, what were the wow factors that you think like really helped you through that hiring process and what made you stand out?
1: Yeah. Um, well, I don't, <laughs> it's hard to like picture yourself and I'm sure as everyone like is going through school, like being like, okay, what's going to make me stand out in my application? How am I going to be like the one like resume that they pull out of the bag Um, out of all of the resumes that they get in. And honestly, I would have to say, and I'm not trying to kiss anyone's butt or anything like that, but like, I'm not trying to kiss up, but PRSSA, Grant PR, I think was definitely something that um, a lot of the times when I was going through even interviews with that weren't Edelman-based, I think that... It was those two organizations that really helped me stand out being able to get into an interview and being able to tell them, yeah, I have real world like client experience. I did X, Y, and Z. I ran events. I did media outreach. I was able to do a podcast. Like not a lot of students have that um, opportunity to have those experiences that we were able to at GVSU. And I think that's something that helped me stand out because these kids are coming in or some kids can be coming in with not a lot of real world experience. And yes, they might have internships, but that's just a summer or that's just a winter um, semester. Whereas with PRSSA and Grand PR, like, it's pretty much like all year round, especially if you have a leadership position, like you might get a couple months off in the summer, but I'm sure as you know, Brady, like it's, it's almost all the time. Um, so it's just kind of another feather in your cap that kind of one ups you um, amongst other students. So that's my grand PR and PRSSA plug for the night. <laughs>
0: well, I mean, I was just I was going to say before the end of this podcast for those listening that aren't involved, I don't know. Like, there's one thing that's a common thread through all these episodes, and it's yeah. it's involved. Um, just, I mean, yeah, the, the the places it can take you, and simply making connections with people that ha- that just yeah. know a little bit more. Um, yeah. constantly being able to just kind of like figure out, like I mean, it's funny how long you can go in school without being able to define what public relations is. Um, mm-hmm. I think I'm finally at the point where I can, rem- like people say, what's PR. I can finally say that, but I mean, <laughs> it takes a while to get the basics down and that's okay. Yeah. But like getting involved is the way to really, really develop. Yeah. That. Mm-hmm.
1: And it even helps you to like, like create those bridges with your alumni network as well. And I think one of the or I guess like what got my foot in the door at Edelman was actually another alumni um, relation that I made. And he was, while at GVSU, he was part of PRSSA and Grand PR. And so when I asked him just to like have a five minute, 10 minute conversation over the phone, that gave us something to talk about. And he was very impressed. And um, I have like talked with some students just in this past year and a half. And that's when like the first things that I asked, like, are you involved? If not, like, what are the, like the involvement opportunities um, for you? Because that's something that I know really helped me like launch my career. Um, and I know it has helped so many other people in the
0: past hmm. too. Hmm. So Edelman being as prestigious as it is, do you feel the pressure of that working there? Um,
1: I think the pressure comes from myself <laughs> To be quite honest. Looking like a
0: true PR person.
1: <laughs> I'm going to be completely honest. I saw this question when you sent over the pre-read and I was like, my team, I'm so lucky and fortunate to have such a great team um, where I just feel nothing but support from everybody. And in our team, there's obviously, like, no such thing as a dumb question. If, like, we all know that everybody is still learning and absorbing. Um, so I have never felt the pressure from, from my team with nothing but support. But there are moments where I'm like, oh, my gosh, this has to be perfect. This has to be, like, just this way. Or there can't be any mistakes. And I feel like that's anyone in any career. any job. Um, And I know I was that way in college, too. So I think it's something that just might stick with a lot of our like type A PR people. Um, So I don't necessarily feel it from Edelman itself, very like welcoming, warm community. And I think you hear like horror stories of like, um, people working in firms. And I know, like, I was very, like, intimidated to start there. But quickly you realize, like, oh, this is great. This is a place for me to learn and absorb as much as I can. And we're all people. And if you make a mistake, like there's always a solution to your mistake.
0: Great. Good to know. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. mean, I mean, even like students now, it, it's funny. Um, how common that perfectionism and that pressure, yeah. that self pressure is in school. And honestly, it's as a student, it's a lot of learning when to not even like when things don't need to be perfect yeah um yeah but I mean that that pressure still exists and and then knowing when like things do need to be professional that's gonna happen yeah Yeah,
1: exactly there's always like a professional like to everything but I think something that like I had to unlearn even in college was how to not be so hard on yourself and how to give yourself grace um especially because like when you are so young like you're just a sponge at this point and like just absorb everything that you can, and if you make a mistake along the way, like that's a learning curve. Like you're not going to learn how to make something better if you don't make a mistake. So, yeah, I think that's something that I always have to remind myself of when I feel myself kind of layering on that pressure.
0: Yeah, yeah. Okay, so going to the positives, what yeah. are what would you say is the biggest victory of the job that you like? You're just like you're proud that you did this. You were part of this yeah. Um, yeah. At, at Edelman. Yeah.
1: Um, I would say so in the end of 2021, Edelman helped Taco Bell put together their 2022 commitments of, um, or their 2022 commitments for the brand. So that included people initiatives, sustainability and food initiatives, and kind of everything from like a, um, like purpose-driven um, standpoint right and so that was my first like big media relations project that I saw from beginning to end really from drafting up the press releases and the pitches and the media list um, to like conducting that media outreach and just really being at like the ground level with it and then bringing it all the way to, to the top and being able to see all of the amazing coverage that we got seeing like the um excitement from our clients in the numbers and the impressions and the great feedback that we were getting from journalists and our consumers so i think that is really was probably my biggest victory and it's always like those moments too that you're like okay this is why i'm doing it This is for all those late nights. This is for um all of those like stressful days. Like this is the reason why I'm doing it to help create like that positive impact for not only your client, but then for the consumers um that love your brand. And Taco Bell has a lot of people who love their brand. I never really knew how many people love Taco Bell until now. And like my roommates are some (laughs) of them. I'm right there with them. Um my Taco Bell consumption since starting at Edelman has gone up drastically, but you can't really turn down Taco Bell, which oh, I have no. learned, um, <laughs> very quickly, but I think th- that was probably like my biggest victory, especially because a lot of it, um, I started by myself or me and my coworker started it and then it's like, you just see all those processes that kind of come to light and it's like your child at the end of it and like. I can read that press release and those pitches over and over again, and like still be proud of them. So mm, as that's awesome. As that sounds, but no, that's
0: that's awesome. Yeah, because I think I think even when um, you do something well, it's easy to look back on it critically, and so that's yeah. that's really exciting. Yeah. Really. yeah.
1: Yeah. Exactly. Exactly.
0: Okay, I don't want to take up your whole night, but
1: oh my gosh, if no. You worries. Could
0: if you could give one piece of advice, or I guess I so we talked about being involved already, but yeah. what could like what would you tell a student now? Um, in looking at their future, if they want to pursue a path like yours, um, Mm -hmm. what would you say to them? Just a brief piece of advice.
1: Yeah. Um, So I guess there's two. So my first one is just to network. Um, And I think a lot of the opportunities that PRSSA and Grand PR kind of opened the door for me was just to meet the GVSU uh, alumni network. And then also just to meet people beyond the GVSU alumni network. Um, and in, in the fields that we want to, I mean, from people that come on your podcast, people who come in to speak, um, conferences that we're able to go to. I don't know how that looks like now with COVID, but um, just being able to network and get your name out there, I think is a huge part of the battle um, because your name is going to become familiar with some people and that person who you're talking to at this moment might know somebody who could be your future employer. And when you're done with the conversation with somebody, um, that you're networking with always asking, okay, well, if I'm interested in this, like, who can I talk to next? Or who would you recommend I reach out to next? Um, and I think that's really going to help you kind of move along. And also too, like, you're going to get so much information and so many great tidbits that will carry with you into your career from these professionals because everybody has a different story. Everybody has a different career path. um, So you're never quite sure what you're going to learn from somebody. And then my second piece of information or my second tidbit for everyone, and this comes from Adrienne herself, would just be always say yes, even if you don't know how to get something done, if you've never written a pitch before, if you have never contacted or um, really come into communication with a journalist, like always say yes and figure it out along the way, because that's the best way to learn. Um, And if you don't know, obviously, like ask. Um, no one's going to turn you away, especially when you're so young in your career. Um, they want to see you succeed. So always being able to say yes and take on that next challenge is really going to be how you grow. You're not going to grow within your comfort level. So I Woo. guess those would be me. That's <laughs> <guess. so> weird. <laughs> <laughs> My two pieces of advice for everyone out there.
0: <laughs> well, Melissa, thank you so much for- you're- just being here and this is is just super helpful i mean even for me on a personal level too but um, thank you for being on the show tonight and then if if you're cool with it i'll drop your information below so so students can start that that alumni connection now Um,
1: of course happy to answer any questions or have a conversation with anyone so and if anyone, folks yeah if you're looking down to or looking to move down to dc here for that too so
0: sweet sweet well thank you so much
1: of course thank you
0: Melissa is yet another incredible example of a guest who is more than willing to talk to anyone who wants to reach out. I'm dropping her LinkedIn below. Please connect with her and and shoot her a message too saying, I I heard you on the podcast. You know, she was in student shoes not too long ago and she was even saying like being on the podcast now is a little bit surreal to to be looking back at that. So she she wants to help out and and be there for students who are interested in, in pursuing a career like hers or even just getting to know her a little bit. So make sure you check that out. Make sure you stay tuned for the next episode of PR
1: Hangover and we will talk to you next time.